Hello, hello, hello out there in podcast land and welcome to day five of the Black Jackson Estate presents the 12 days of Christmas. I am user 1.5. I am joined here by user one and we are going to go ahead and dive right into part two of 1980s Michael Mania merch. We are talking about the good, we are talking about the questionable, and we are talking about the bad merch of the 1980s Michael Mania period. User one, how are you feeling today? Well, listen, I'm excited because I love Michael merch. Like, I'm be on, I be on eBay. I really do be on eBay. And the eBay people, all my good negotiating skills as an attorney, they almost go out the window. I'd be like, what you got for a poke job? I want that. You got that Michael piece? I want that Michael and piece. E- yes, and eBay was designed for people like you. Oh, so yeah. They got me. I'm all the way in. It's fantastic. I know you're not talking. I definitely seen that eBay alert uh, pop up I, on your phone. Uh, so, bitch, I know you, you be seen that. Just because you seen alerts on my phone, you don't know me. You think you know I, me. You don't know I me. I hear, I know what the eBay sound sound like. You don't know what I got going on over here. I'll be yeah. minding my own business. They get you, though. They get you. You be they like, will. Oh, they will. They'll, they'll suck you in. They will oh, suck Lord you Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Mm-hmm. And let me say this, dear fellow users, dear fellow listeners in podcast land, you guys are probably asking, why are we doing a two-parter for this? Well, first of all, there was so much merchandise for Michael Jackson in the 1980s that we had to break it down into two parts because on day two or day three, excuse me, I believe that's when we started timing y'all for our 30-minute episode. So we definitely had to break it up as well because the 12 days of Christmas are meant to be a quick boom, boom, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. And we're out the door. So we are really excited to really break this down in two parts because we know that Michael Merch deserves more than 30 minutes, but we weren't going to give y'all an uh, uh, extra time. We, we we started timing y'all now. Now we all nobody got time for that. We hey, don't. Ain't nobody got time for that. Without. All Where right. Is she really need to come back with it. Ain't nobody got time for that. We needed her during she the Trump. She done made her era. money, honey. She was in that time. We needed her during movie. the Trump era, though. And yeah, she was, know. she done made her coin and she done was somewhere to sit down. I heard she got sober. And I think that's wonderful. Oh, God bless. Look at God. Look at Jesus. God. He's an ain't American. Nobody got time business. for that. Jesus. All right, let's do it. Let's jump into day two of Michael Merch user one. Take it away. All right. Let's talk about some other things we really liked from the 80s. Yesterday, we talked about some of the wonderful things we enjoyed from the 80s. The Topps trading cards. We talked about the Michael Jackson dolls uh, from LJN Toys. We talked about Michael's pets, which included that original story and song cassette. And we talked about some of the things that I ah, didn't quite hit. The Michael's pets cartoon. We're so glad that never came to fruition. It was going to be a miss. The idea alone was a miss. And that Max Factor Michael Jackson alone magic bead with three different flavors that smelt cheap no one liked that it was a big flop and i think the kids didn't like it the target group didn't like it and that's really why we called it a miss because if the target group had liked it it would have been a hit but the target group didn't seem to really enjoy the smell of michael jackson from max factor you know, so here we <laughs> I just think it stinks it just really disturbs my spirit because like you said yesterday they stink they do and so for them to say something yeah. stinks, it's bad. It's really yeah. bad. I wonder if it smelled like 
you know you know how the stinky you talking about things stink yeah it don't really make a lot of sense you know you walk into an old house and it has that kind of shut-in smell yeah. I, I wonder like that's that's the vibe i'm getting you're talking about like a stale smell yeah just shut in just yeah. not yeah. no air no fresh air has got to it you know god bless y'all y'all didn't do y'all research before y'all unleash that those those but anyway, go ahead. Well, I, I think that's, I think you're saying something there, but let's talk about something that was a definite hit. And that's the Michael Jackson sing-along Sound Machine, also by LJN. LJN had a serious license here. They and had a, a strong chokehold on the Michael market, <laughs> didn't they? But you remember these sing-along sound, uh, sound recordings? I do. They're like little baby karaoke machines. Yeah. Was, yeah. Had, had a little mic attached to it. You yes, honey, you could do a whole concert on them. I mean, and mm-hmm. you really could. And these, if we had like YouTube back in the day, we could have made some money posting these little jokers no, online. These That's little a lie. Kids. No, don't lie like that. Don't Them lie kids like could have made some money, but let's talk about the Michael Jackson. Nobody uh, likes kids singing. Have you ever been to a kid concert? <laughs> None of the parents want to be there. They only there because their kid is there. That's not true. We love it. It's very children. true. The children are the future. The, kids, the Michael Jackson no. and the boxing was really good. It had a great picture of Michael that beautiful picture of him in that yellow vest and uh, bow tie and Michael Jackson, superstar of the eighties. There's a little white girl on the box singing because it would have just been way too much to put a little black girl on the box singing. And that's really a marketing thing, folks. Nothing is by accident when it comes to marketing. They are marketing to white America. The This crossover artist, super big crossover artist, Michael Jackson, who's mm-hmm. singing. And she, they're that marketing to got, the people that they think have the money to Have purchase. the money to buy, to That's who they're the marketing to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we have this sing-along machine. It's for the kids, 1984, manufactured by LJN. The license is with Triumph International, of course, out of the United States. And the, the artist is Michael Jackson. So again, this is a machine that kids would buy. And you could, you know, um, I imagine sing along with your friends. Y'all would just put on a real concert here with this damn thing. Worry your parents out to death. I don't know how this thing ran by probably by battery. So I'm sure when the parents really got tired, they would just let that battery run out. Or they and would not take buy the batteries no out. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Remove the batteries. That's all you got to do. Uh, what do you think? Use a 1.5. Is this a hit toy? You're looking at it. You see the um, You know what? Let really me good. describe it to the users, especially to our young users who it's really a nine volt battery. Oh this. yeah. yeah uh, oh, a nine volt. Oh yeah. You just take mm-hmm. that thing. You know, you didn't have no, no extra <laughs> nine volts laying around. So you had to go to the store to get one of them. But this is a small box. It has Michael. This is Michael Jackson on it. It has Michael's face on it. It's a red little box. It has a little carrying handle. I don't know what that little arrow thing is for, but the microphone on the side has a definitive cord because nothing was Bluetooth or cordless at this point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you would sing into it. I remember we had one because everything that we had, so user one and I are 18 months apart. Everything we had, we pretty much had to share. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had not one of these Michael Jackson ones because we didn't we didn't live this life, but we had like <laughs> a little <laughs> we had a little sing-along sound machine 
that was like had like old McDonald or something on it. And you would sing into it as the music was playing. And then your voice would come out of a little speaker on the machine. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't like you didn't come out of the TV or you didn't have any kind of karaoke machine that they have now. It comes out of the machine itself. I think this is a great marketing toy. If you load this thing with Michael Jackson songs and it doesn't have to be thriller, right? It can be Ben... It can be with a child's heart. It can be music in me. It could be literally anything. And if a child likes that song, they're going to walk around and they're going to annoy the hell out of every adult in the house because they're going to be singing and putting on shows that nobody asked for. Yeah. And that's the joy of being a child. People have to attend your show. They didn't buy a ticket. Yeah. They have to be there. If they're in the house, they're going to come to your show. I think this is a great, this is, this is true to brand, right? Like he's a singer. We have a sing-along kit. They want to pretend that they're Michael in the Thriller video, the Beat It video, Billie Jean, or anything else. Rock with you at this point, or don't stop till you get enough. They want to pretend, right? Great toy. Great opportunity to kind of tap into the natural creativity of children who want to be stars, right? Kids see stars, they want to be stars. Great toy. It definitely makes our best of Michael Jackson 80s merch list. So let's move into another one that we thought was really cool. And that's the Thriller Viewmaster from 1984. And so if you look at this, this, this Viewmaster. Oh, I've been waiting on this and I love me a Viewmaster. Now, if you don't know what a Viewmaster is, user 1.5, describe to the people, to the kids who don't know what a Viewmaster is, what a Viewmaster is. If y'all don't know, let me tell you something. A Viewmaster would take you all around the world from your living room, okay? It is a little red machine it goes it has two little eye holes it goes directly over your eyes and then it has a little orange handle usually where you and and i guess a cartridge you would call it or a film disc and you would put the film disc in the top of the viewmaster and you'd pull the little handle down as you're looking and it would change photos it would change let me tell you call up pictures okay you could have cartridges of anything flowers of the beach of michael singing it didn't matter but when i tell you this thing this was like virtual reality before virtual reality everybody I was had about to say why was this so entertaining to us everybody that had damn view because master. we were poor and we didn't go nowhere <laughs> how did you get out your house you got your view master and honey you I would trade we used to so trade the little cartridges at school yeah. so we'd be like hey i got one of the beach do you have mm-hmm. one of the of the mountains like i'll trade with you <laughs> and you <laughs> and you could look and you could have photos of whatever it was just the coolest thing we just let me tell you something we were very simply entertained okay we were we just really happy were. to be we didn't require all this extra we didn't stuff. we did we were not extra we were just happy to be just happy to be kids so we know that <laughs> the kids had many options for viewmaster uh real it wasn't just Michael, but Michael had the 3D Thriller Viewmaster gift set, which included a 3D viewer, three reels containing 21 3D pictures. So you got a real treat here. Um, I'm not sure how much this costs, but I'm sure they definitely put a high price tag on this one, just like they did that damn pet and, and sent it out into the world. Michael Jackson's Viewmaster, a hit with the kids because kids like Viewmaster in the 80s and the 90s. Yeah. They liked it. 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was honestly, it was our form of entertainment because you couldn't just go onto Hulu and decide you wanted to watch blah, 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 right? Like there was no instant gratification as far as entertainment went. So Viewmaster was it. That little music box where you sang into the microphone, that was it. We entertained ourselves. We really you know? did. We really we did. We entertained ourselves. And so this was very entertaining for us. Yeah, this is definitely a hit. If you guys have a, a view, a Michael Jackson Viewmaster that you've actually viewed, not one you bought and just kind of leaving on the shelf in packaging, but if you've actually played with this, let us know because I would love to see. I would love to get the right ray of sunlight and view this. Because, you know, you had to get the right lighting for it to really pop in the Viewmaster. Oh, yeah. You had to look directly at the sun or directly yeah, at need, a light so that you, you need could see everything lighting. in the Viewmaster. Mm-hmm. You couldn't be it, in a dark room because it no, just didn't it's not work, work the way you wanted it to. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I would love to I would love to see Michael's. And again, if you go to eBay, they're over there. I don't know how much. They probably want an arm and a leg. I don't know, but you know, go 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 check it out. See if you can get that 3D uh Viewmaster for you from Michael Jackson from the 80s. What we also saw was Michael Jackson had a line of color form, a, a color form partnership from 84 as well. And color forms received an exclusive license in 84 for MJ Color Forms, Puzzle Forms, Rub and Play Transfers, Laser Blazer, 3D holographic holographic stickers, shrinky dinks, and a jigsaw puzzle. And you can see some of these things on eBay as well from Colorform. Again, they received a license to sell as uh as 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 well as uh LJN received a license. And I want to show you some of these Michael Jackson color forms user 1.5. All right, so let's look at some of this. You have the this is this is essentially the packaging for a lot of this. So you see the dress up kit. This is the dress up kit right here. It's a picture of Michael. You've got all these different poses. This is this is definitely a part of what Colorform was putting out at the time. Um, we also have. Uh, so let's take a look. Here's another another picture. As you can see, some of these beaded. Um, the 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 cling up dress up set. Again, this is some of from that piece. Uh, that was coming out. This is all from Colorform. They had the license to do this, and this is what they chose to do. I, I think this is another accessible merch piece for kids who don't have a lot of money. It looks pretty cheap. It doesn't look it's going to cost you a whole a whole lot, but something that you would need some some help getting your. Uh, here goes the laser blazers 3D holographic sticker. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Michael Jackson again, it's Michael on the cover with a in, in his beaded outfit. Lots of colors that attract children. So this is stuff is meant to attract kids, children. right? Yep. Here's the puzzle form here that we have, and it's Michael again, the beaded outfit. This is him, and don't stop till you get enough outfits. Some thriller outfits, all of these things, right? Would you want to buy this using 1.5 if, if that was you back in the day? Uh, no, um, but you know what? It's not, um, I mean, they have dress up kits, Michael Jackson dress up kits. I mean, my God, it, every Michael flooded the market at this point. And I just want to say, I want to, uh, I want to interject that. Um, so I have vintage Ebony magazines that I've started collecting from eBay. I have a July, 1984, for Ebony Magazine that has an article entitled Michael Mania in it. And I just want to read a few excerpts from that. 
It says Michael Mania, that's the name of the article, world is flooded with lookalikes and mementos paying homage to the star. And it reads, pick up almost any newspaper or magazine and it's bound to include a story on him. Listen to any pop, rock, or soul radio station for any length of time, and it's certain to play one of his songs. Tune into any TV video show, and there's a good chance that it will air one of his videos. Walk down any street, and there's likely to be someone wearing a button or T-shirt bearing his name or likeness. Who is the person causing such a sensation? Why, it's Michael Jackson, of course. Without a doubt, the number one entertainer in the world today has become one of the most remarkable success stories in the history of show business. And his success, which has been equaled by only three at Frank Sinatra, Elvis Presley, and the Beatles, has inspired a Michael mania from one end of the country to the other. Whether it's a button or a poster or a paperback book, fans want to get their hands on everything that has anything to do with Thriller. Nicole Collins, a seven-year-old from Rockville, Maryland, says that she likes him because he's cute, he's a good dancer, and a good singer. Nicole, who also has Michael Jackson buttons, albums, videos, and posters, and autographed pictures, says the only thing she wants now is to meet him, and when she's older, to marry him. Not all of Michael's fans are youngsters. Ernestine Henderson of Memphis is 39, and she thinks the entertainer is electrifying. Though she's known about Michael since he first arrived on the scene as a member of the Jackson 5, she didn't become a fan until recently when her eight-year-old son, James, caught Michael shit. She's an assistant professor at Jackson. Right, you okay? All right, college, and she's such a big fan that if Memphis is not a stop on Jackson's tour, she will go as far as New Orleans, Atlanta, Chicago, or St. Louis to see Michael Jackson perform. And I'm not gonna read no more for y'all. Y'all go pick up this 19 July 1984 Ebony magazine. It cost a dollar and 75 cents at the time. It cost me more than that. But it really sums up what Michael Mania was about. They loved him. There was yeah. nothing that he could have done in 1984 that would have been wrong. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's the thing, right? Like the, all this merch is just a testament to how popular he was, because otherwise we wouldn't be getting it. And he also had a, an innocence about himself, a wholesomeness about his music. So it made it easy for these companies to kind of latch onto him and try to sell this American idea. Right. He's non-threatening. He's a black man. He's non-threatening. Imagine that in the 80s. Black man, non-threatening. We want to put him on boxes of toys for kids and, you know, to sell absolutely amazing idea really a testament to what he was achieving at the time um and as we're talking about these color forms um i want to i wanted to read a piece from mel burnkrat who's a toy designer a, a big toy designer from back in the day he's still here he had some things to say he was working at color forms at the time that michael michael's merch was being pushed he had some very interesting things to say um and and i'm gonna read some of it and you guys i will link it i promise you do not come and attack me i'm just going to read some of these things and we're going to talk about some of our 
opinion from from some of this. So he's talking about his time at the Colorform years. He works on this Michael Jackson piece, and this is some of what he has to say. So he says, upon signing the licensing contract, Colorforms was issued a package of official photographs, all high quality transparencies, familiar images that had been reproduced and seen everywhere. We based all our products on these pictures, reproduced them faithfully and never altering them in any way. Yet Michael would not okay anything we submitted for approval. Something as simple as a jigsaw puzzle using an oft published image, which his own organization had given us, inevitably failed to please. We would lavish our most expensive lithography on reproducing it perfectly. And the proof sheet would come back to us with a cryptic note saying, Michael doesn't like it. No explanation why, just an invitation to try again. All we could do was guess what was next. It was like dealing with a tyrannical child king, the sort one only encounters in fairy tales, whose frustrated subjects would gladly sacrifice their lives to please him. Tyrannical. Is it tyrannical or tyrannical? Anyway, trying in vain. Tyrannical. Trying in vain to please his every whimsical irrational and impossible demand. Please don't at me. This is this man's opinion. Please don't at me. A fierce and scary woman did his speaking for him. She was a cross between a a fierce and scary woman. I'll let y'all guess who this is. She was a cross between a pit bull and the queen of hearts. No, is what Michael said. Take it or leave it off with your head. Meanwhile... She ain't say no off with your head. And that does not need to be in quotes. (laughs) He's just, he's, you know, he's exaggerating. Meanwhile, LJN was going through the same thing with the doll. Only more publicly articles appeared in the newspaper about the fact that LJN was sculpting the doll again and again. And yet Prince Michael rejected everyone. Color forms too lavished a fortune in time and money. They carried many of the sets to near completion only to find that none would please him. By this time, the year was passing. Toy Fair and the catalog were over and there was nothing to show. Then the news broke. The headline in the newspapers proclaimed LJ Insdahl had finally met Michael's approval. Wow. Lynn called up, and this is someone with uh, color forms, called up LJ in and explained that we were in the same boat and begged for them to disclose how they managed to please him. The secret was simple, although no one on Michael's staff would reveal it. LJN explained, Michael regards himself as white. Just make him white. I called the engraver and said, whatever Michael's skin appears, cut back the black plate 80%, remove the blue dot altogether. Just leave the red and yellow. He did, and Michael loved it. By this time... Okay, you know what? I was gonna let you continue, but I can't let you finish. Now let's 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 go back and and to that he he don't want to be white. Okay, he wants to be white. Blasphemy. Okay, have you seen some of them dolls from the nineteen seventies, eighties, and early nineties? How black the black dolls were, blurple black. <laughs> what dolls are you talking about? You. <laughs> Y'all know some of them black. All I can see is that raggedy end doll. That's the color of the damn uh, midnight sky. I can't. Michael and then you looked ashy. Some of the black dolls used to look ashy. They didn't have brown people looking brown. (laughs) They had brown people looking ashy. 
So I mean, if Michael correct. wanted to yeah. look the way Michael wanted to look, how dare him? Well, they did not do a good job of caring for our skin tone, hair, nothing. Oh, for sure. They still struggle. Even today. when, even so, on yeah. TV, think about how ashy some of them black folks looked in Technicolor. You're right. They didn't even have the makeup to make us look regular. Listen, they didn't even know how to take our group picture at school and make us not look like just dark spots on the picture. Right, so, like little picking So, so what right. we're not going to do <laughs> is act like, <laughs> act like y'all were doing a good job. Right. Like, right. Act like they had some wonderful formula and Michael just didn't want to use it. Right. I think I agree with you. It's not that Michael wanted to be white. It's like y'all just did a bad job of capturing black people in doll form and picture form, etc. So it was just, it didn't work out. Now, if we want to talk about something, we can talk about these features on Michael. This is a Ken doll with little squiggly hairlines at yeah, the top. I don't this know. This is I mean, like, Ooh, it this doesn't is look my, like this Michael, Michael looked like all. in 1993. <laughs> this this is not look what like Michael, Michael looked like in 1984. This ain't 1984, Michael. This is 1993, Michael. And how they, I don't know how they knew, could see into the future what he was going to look like. Shut up. But... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. It's, I gotta it, mute myself. Go on here. You need to mute yourself. I'm not, I'm saying this. I don't think that that was it at all. This is this man's take. And we want to hear what y'all got to say. I will link this, uh, this, this, this story, this man's take on things. He worked there, but he's also a white man explaining a bunch of white men trying to explain this black man. So there's that as well. And again, as we've talked about, Y'all act like y'all were making good life representations of black people in the 80s, let alone the 90s or the 2000s. Not true. So there's that. But again, color forms. So color forms is actually kind of a mess uh, because they didn't do well with their product line. Although I think it's kind of a mix in between. I think kids were able to take advantage of maybe the products and they weren't that expensive and you could have some more Michael merch at the time. But I think economically, they just didn't do a good job. And um, it sounds like they kind of blame Michael for that. So there's that as well. This would be like Max Factor blaming Michael for them terrible choices. <laughs> if it didn't work, it didn't work. Just because Michael those must don't mean it didn't work. <laughs> right. You out here selling out of parfum toilet water and mm. it ain't even good. Even the kids don't want it. These are kids that don't even bathe every day and they think it smells. So that should really tell you. Well, actually, in the 80s, maybe the children did bathe every day. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. They didn't. But let's talk about the last, the last set. Let's talk about the Vanity Fair line of products. The Michael Jackson record player, the Michael Jackson radio, the Michael Jackson cassette player, all these things that came out from Vanity Fair. These were definitely a hit. Again, for a lot of the same reasons that the sing-along was a hit. It's in the bag, baby. Michael Jackson radio, great. Kids love to listen to music. What better thing to, than to listen to music on a Michael Jackson radio? Michael Jackson cassette player, fantastic. My mom just bought me a new cassette player. I no longer spin records. I got these little cute cassettes. I'm going to play it on my Michael Jackson cassette player. Michael Jackson record player, my mama ain't bought me no cassette player yet. I still got all these 45s and 33s, and I love Michael Jackson. I'm going to play them all on this player. Absolutely fantastic marketing for Michael. Again, an, a, a new bag that kids are going to buy into. What do you think, user 1.5? 100%. Listen, Michael Jackson is a musician. He is an entertainer. He has records. He has cassettes. And what better device to listen to them on than something that has Michael Jackson's face on it? Not only that, but the collectability of it. 
um, is, is, is through the roof. And I don't know if, you know, I was born in 86. I don't know if in 84, 85, even 86, 87, if people were thinking about collector's items, but in the way that we think about collector's items now, but I can definitely say that the collectability of having something with Michael Jackson's face on it, people had to have known that it was going to be a big deal. It's a great marketing strategy because you go to pick up your Michael, your new Thriller record from Michael, and you also go pick up a record player to play it on. The kid who doesn't have a tape deck yet, you buy him one with Michael's face on it. So good for good for them. Smart. This is the bag we should have stayed in. While we veered off into <laughs> color forms and, and perfumes, I don't know. But this is the bag they should have stayed in heavily because this is what makes sense. Listen, we're we're on we're on eBay right now. Let me tell you, if you want this cassette player in the box, $145. If you want this 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 headphone set with a radio, that's going to be $35. Now mind you, I don't know where you're going to play this at or what you're going to do. It's really for the collectors. Um I mean, these things are not cheap now. You're talking about a lot more money than they were at the time. I actually have the turntable, um, which is here. I have the turntable, the record player from Michael, the cassette players I don't have, but these are definitely collector's items. And you can imagine how cool it would be to go walk into school with this after Christmas that your mama got you this. Just, you know, again, it makes sense. It's in the bag. It makes sense for him as an entertainer. Michael probably made, if you had to guess, how much money do you think he made off of merch in the 80s? Just licensing his face and everything for some merch. Oh, wow. Millions. Definitely millions. Easily. I mean, yeah, we, we he know he made at least 18 million on one pounds. of them. He easily, <laughs> he easily made, I mean... I mean, do you think it's like easily 50 to 75 million dollars? I was going to say dollars? it's double digits for sure. Yeah. I mean, Michael, Michael was so big in the 80s. He was huge. Look at those headsets. Look at that tape deck. That's a Michael Jackson radio with AM and FM, AM, FM and off. Okay. <laughs> there was no serious XM, but this is also a time when you have to remember, this is a time when music is portable now, right? So you don't have to have a record. So, so gone are the days are the big radios that were pieces of furniture. Gone are the days of the record players that were pieces of furniture. Gone are the days of the turntables that were, you know, they're not pieces of furniture, but they're pretty big. You can't take them anywhere. You have cassette players that you put batteries in, you put your headphones on and you can walk around with. You have portable radios so you can listen to the radio on the go. These are this these are the days when it you can be mobile and listen to the music that you want to listen to. To put Michael's face on it when he was the sound of 19 of the 1980s, brilliant. Yeah. And this is the bag we should have stayed in. Because you know, yeah. our young listeners, they don't understand a Walkman or a CD player or anything like that where you could walk around with your music and you didn't have to be at home plugged into a power source because they're used to having it music on their phone through Spotify or Apple Music or whatever. But I remember those days. 
Yeah. I remember those It's a days. different day and age. Michael really was running the 80s on multiple fronts. I mean, he made money from the music bag and just off of saying, okay, sure, you can use my picture mm-hmm. and my likeness to run run up these products, right? I want a nigga sell okay, Can I sell my pictures to somebody? Because I need some money. Nobody want it, honey. Who gonna, they can put it on like a Nobody. Put it on like a jar of, Bobby. Uh, they put Bobby. It on a jar of like cookie dough. Bobby done set up. Bobby will take it. <laughs> My Bobby, my sweet Bobby. <laughs> Use a three Bobby. Mm-hmm. Bobby but always that- ride for me. He ride for you. The best and worst of Michael Jackson 80s merchandise. Had a lot of hits, had a couple of misses, but dear Lord, he got the bag. Amen, he did. Good for Michael. Good for Michael. And join us again for day six. We're almost halfway through this thing, guys, of the Black Jackson Estate Presents the 12 Days of Christmas. We are quickly running into the day that we are all anticipating. All the kids are wondering, are they going to get a lump of coal or some good treats in their stockings? And I'm here to tell you with inflation, probably get some coal. They know they've been bad as hell anyway, so they're not to be expecting nothing. <laughs> And so that, you know, but you know, who knows? Santa could bring you something nice. But join us back here on day six. We've got a special treat for you starting tomorrow and every day thereafter until December the 25th. We hope you'll come back. We'll be here. Will you be here? 